No, no betting, betting for, for the sports, sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. Number, Number two, two, men, men on. on. Van Nunley, Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And, and in the, the on-deck on circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On men with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque! It's President's Day. You know what that means. Nobody but us is working. There's very <laughs> few people working. You know how I can prove that to you, Bob? How? Van's not here! Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Van sitting across the table from you. Hey, Marie's not here! Oh, okay, Marie's not here. Jake Cassio joins me in studio. How we Jake, doing? Happy President's Day, everybody. Thanks for coming in, Jake. Yeah, of course. I love doing this. 505-246-0610. Text or call the program. I have fun facts about presidents all day long, just so you guys know. Also, if you're joining us on the live stream, uh, I have f- fun facts about presidents all day long. <laughs> so, Sports Animal Live Stream is up at facebook.com slash talkABQ. It was the most booty weekend in the history of sports. We'll talk about that at length today because it is a choking point for me when it comes to enjoyment of this thing that we call entertainment so that's a very shameful thing jay cassio how are you how's your world good um let's see what's going on with me uh went to vegas while you guys were out that there. was weird yeah it was out there for like 24 hours yeah met up with van had a great time out there did you check into your hotel um, we did, we did. Uh, I didn't go to bed, but no, uh, why would you? Yeah, but my friend who was out there was just me. a kid, yeah. just a kid and excited. Got a lot of spunk in me. Yeah, the uh, it took me one full week to recover from eight full days in Las Vegas, so I'm now recovered. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, I don't think I was feeling regular until no exaggeration Saturday morning. It probably took me about three days. It was it was too much. Oh, but yeah, that's Vegas, though. No, no. So wh- where would you where's your ideal radio row then? Like, what would be your ideal location? You know, the thing that was interesting about Vegas as radio row is it felt like it was for one percenters. You know, okay. it didn't feel like it was for football fan. It didn't feel like it was for that. And I didn't recognize that until Tuesday because Monday night was pretty standard opening night that there was a lot of fans in attendance, that whole thing was cheers and jeers, and and it was really great. And then everything else was just priced through the roof. And it was, I'll just give you an example. You know, we're there at the Mandalay Bay, right? And you can normally sit down and play dollar blackjack hands there, you know, belly up to the bar or whatever, but they had upped everything to five bucks. Oh, that's awful. Well, isn't it though? Because that's a that's a five hundred percent increase. Oh, I mean, it's awful for the gambler, yeah, not for the house. No, yeah. and it was you know the every in this. Hey, I'm about to sound like old man slow. Like every taxi was throwing on like a ten dollar like surplus. Every you know before you know it, and I'm just not a nickel and dime guy. Like don't nickel and dime your boy. Yeah, totally. Like, no, and if you're gonna tell me the rooms are a little more expensive, cool. You know, I'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah it but, is what it is. Nah, it was just. A lot of hidden, a lot of underneath stuff that I did not care for at all, and it it felt weird. You know, I'm I'm very excited to think about New Orleans next year. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Could be, could be a lot of fun. You know, and and you know, you'll have been around for over a year at this point. You know, and then we'll be talking about you know what kind of liability you'll be on the road, and then 
you know, we could figure out some different things about it, but A. Marie won't be here anymore, so we'll have our, probably you, but we'll have our fourth producer over the course of the, you know, the four years in a row we've done this thing. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to survive this thing. So, so there you go. I mean, I'm, yeah. I was in on it. It was, it was good while it lasted. It took me a whole week to recover, so my apologies to the friends of the show. They were expecting good programs last week. They did not happen. They well, were They were rough. Well, you're back, Fred. Yeah. And we're... you know what? It's President's Day, and we're going to start off with a banger today. Oh, you want some facts? I would love a fact. All right, did you know, Bob, I'm going to bring you in on this, too. Do you guys know who the tallest president was? Taft. Mm, not correct. Not William Taft. Lincoln? Lincoln is correct, Bob. Very good answer. How tall was he? Abraham Lincoln was six foot four inches tall, making him, well, the, the tallest U.S. president. So there you go. Also, and Donald Trump that tall? No, claimed. And sports adjacent, yeah. Abraham Lincoln only lost one wrestling match out of three hundred matches. He was a tremendous amateur wrestler. Wow! Yeah, isn't that crazy? So he's the reason why we have the WWE today. Uh, yeah, but not the version we know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first left-handed president was no idea. James Garfield, the twentieth U.S. president. So there you guys okay. go. Yeah, kind of a fun one. Millard Fillmore, who is often the 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 brunt of president jokes right the 13th president he was the first president to have a stepmother oh huh. who knew family hmm. family's coming all shapes and sizes guys well, yeah they were even dysfunctional back then they, right <laughs> <laughs> and still the, that part is true the only president who decided to become a medical doctor was of course john f kennedy william henry harrison the ninth president of these united states continuing on the 18th president of the united states ulysses s grant was given a $20 speeding ticket for doing what? Racing down the boulevard in front of the White House. That is correct, but he wasn't racing a car, Jake. No, a horse buggy. A horse and buggy. Nice. And finally, because we're going to do a bunch of these all day long, <laughs> the White House's first website went online in what year? 1984. Not correct. It's very Orwell of you. 1994. I see. I was 10 years off. During Bill Clinton's administration. So there's some fun facts for you guys, and we'll jump through a bunch of them throughout the course of the day, because I love that stuff. I love it so much. I think history is the most important thing out there. I think history is the most important thing that has happened. It's the only thing that's happened. Let's go. <laughs> Who's I, your favorite president? Ever, ever? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a great question. Because you end up in, like, tough ones, right? I think, you know, revisionally, a lot of people say... The second George Bush was a lot better than when he was in office. Oh, and yeah, he, he was just fun. It, well, that's not true. He, he was <laughs> up against it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I I mean, you want to say, like, a lot of people can say Obama. I think a lot of people easily could say Obama, um, which I wouldn't argue, I think, a lot because where we started to where we were, I think a lot of people in my lifetime, Clinton, obviously would be one but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't have favorites. I have tears. I have yeah. tears. Okay, my all time is Theodore. Why is that? Because he didn't do any. All he did was just go out into the wilderness and fight bears and kill moose oh, for like his whole presidency. He established national parks. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and so I think if you're talking about that, it's probably Franklin D. Roosevelt, right? Like saved FDR, everyone. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, obviously, where the nation was and. If you do know your rich history, you know the the Great Depression and Hoovervilles and all those things that were going on, and the Social way, Security, yeah, all that the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So there's yeah. So and also the reason we play with term limits now. <laughs> so yeah. just too long. Was he president for four, twelve Three. years? 
well, three terms. Yeah, 12 so 12 years. years. That's too long. Well, I thought he got elected for a fourth and then died. No. No, oh, no. Okay. Truman Truman came in in 45. And then, right at the end. Yeah, and the Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, obviously Lyndon B. Johnson, weird situation. Nixon, weird situation. Gerald Ford, weird situation. It didn't get regular again until Jimmy Carter, who might be the best president we've ever had, but no one ever talks about that. And then you get into the really weird stuff like Reagan and everything kind of sucked. From yeah, it's all downhill. From it's all been bad. Reagan really started to screw this thing up. You can hear people say otherwise, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Economically speaking, <laughs> <laughs> not as great as it once was. Well, um, we learned that trickle down doesn't work. No, yeah. not necessarily. Not necessarily. Got a big week for Duke City Championship Wrestling. We'll talk about that as well as we're going on the road for the first time. Everyone knows I'm an owner of that. So whenever I talk about it, I want to remind you I'm an owner of that. We're going to Clovis, though, so that's going to be oh. going on the road. That's a big deal. And we only have a handful of minutes here in the first segment. I just want to hit on something, and I'm not trying to be a jerk to anyone specifically. If you prefer crushed ice over cubed ice, you're not for me. You're, uh, oh, you mean fish eye ice? The what is fish eye ice? The little the crushed ice, the little balls. No, like when you are, when you hit the machine, like when you hit your refrigerator, there's yeah. cubed ice, there's crushed ice. Mm-hmm. If you press crushed ice, I I need you out of my life. Uh, Fred, I don't think we can we can have you a, mess with crushed ice. I'm a crushed ice guy. Oh, I cannot do it. Well, what's so bad about crushed well, ice? Well, I'm drinking tea right here, right? Yeah. So I had to put my ice in my cup, and this just happened just moments ago. So I had to put my ice in my cup, and I went to take my first drink. I'm going to do it right here on air. This is my second drink. Live. It's straight watered down. This ice has melted so very quickly. But that's not crushed ice. That's regular ice cubes. Well, because all the crushed ones, because I have a mixy boy, because I had to go from crushed to full. So all the little crushed ones melted immediately. You can kind of see them, like, living in there, the ones that survived a little bit. And I don't. If you're getting crushed ice, you don't actually like ice. You just like watered-down drinks. Well, I only use ice and water. Oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah. Nothing else needs ice. You don't put it in your teas? No. This is an iced tea. I mean, like, if I order a drink like at like a fast food restaurant yeah. or whatever, it's coming with ice regardless. But most of the time, I'll say light ice. Well, and water is a crazy one, right? Because cold water tastes sharp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but hot water, like warm water, tastes round. And you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. How can... How can temperature affect how it tastes, but it tastes but like an object? It's a real thing. It's real. Yeah. That's, I'm anti-cold food. You don't eat cold food? I'm not a cold food guy. I can eat some cold foods. Like, you know, ice cream and all that doesn't count. But I'm talking oh. like, you know, like, you know, a cold slice of pizza. No, heat that thing up. Yeah, I'm heating that up. We're on the same time. page yeah. there. Yeah. Or like. Just like cold cheese, like string cheese, I, I won't. I won't mess with that. No, I don't mind. You're talking a lot about dairy here. A lot of dairy in the diet you're describing. If I'm at like the subway, I don't need you to burn my bread again. Oh, toast it every time. You toast every time. Every time. I stay away from that. Yeah, I'm a toast guy. Now you can heat. You want to heat up the meat for me? Thank you. Like I'm super in on that. But I, I, I don't trust the toaster with the bread because I think it makes burnt bread. And that bread's already kind of cakey. See, I, I like the crunch. The crunch is essential. Get lettuce. I mean, put some iceberg on there. Yeah, but the bread is the best crunch. Yeah, after you bake it the first time, it should have some crunch. That's what I'm saying. Not at Subway. I'm not into, I'm not into twice baked is all I'm trying okay. to say. If you're going to break, if you're going to bake it to a toast, if it's like a, what's a good example? Maybe like a garlic thing or something of that nature. Okay, I'm on. 
But like a Sammy? No. Yeah, I, I like my Sammy's hot. No. Yeah. Other than like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I had a deep fried PB&J the other day. Pretty good. Wasn't my wasn't my jam. Where are you at for this? Um, they made it at Green Jeans, like one of the, like the spots they just yeah. put like a crust of bullet. A pop up. Yeah. Oh wait, they just put a crust. Did they bread it first? They, they deep fried the crustable. But did they bread it first? Yeah. Okay. I went at sushi the other night. They came out with Oreos covered deep fried Oreos. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So it was like the batter that goes over the tempura or yeah. whatever. I don't know what word to use. And then they brought that bad boy out. That was the fryer noise that I did there. That wasn't that uh, wasn't the grill. No, <laughs> that was the fryer. <laughs> Put that thing right in my mouth. I said, thank you. Thank you for putting this in my mouth. Was it delicious? It was. It was good. Oreos smack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I only like OG Oreos. No, double stuffs are good. Mints are good. That's a little too much. Too much filling. There's a lot of them. And then the holiday ones are good. The Halloween ones with the orange in the middle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because that's like a, I don't know what that flavor is. Tangerine. I don't know what that is. It's orange. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Bob. How many years old were you before you discovered different flavored Oreos? Probably when they first came out. Oh, so like in your 40s? Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Oreos rock. They're, hey, they're, they're a top tier one. Yeah. If you're, and you can like customize them to any holiday. Those little holes in them where yeah. you're like. In the middle? Well, well, in the cookie part. In the cookie oh, yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put little toothpicks in them with little flags and stuff like. Fourth of July. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, I've never been to a party where they offer, like, Oreos. Like, just willy-nilly like that. You got to come to the Midwest, dude. Yeah. (laughs) It's a simpler energy out there. I like simple-minded folk. Yeah. You know what we have? Weddings. You know what they have? Oreos. (laughs) Not in marriage, though, because it's the Midwest. They only have them for snack. So, So the big question with Oreos is, do you eat it whole or do you twist it apart and eat the filling first. So I'm a dunk guy, so I eat it whole cuz I dunk. Yeah, I I I don't dunk at all. I just go I just put the whole Oreo in my mouth. Me too. Dry? Dry. Yeah. That's savage you too. Yeah. That's the best way to enjoy it, Bob. I like I knew I liked you. <laughs> I don't I don't like what you guys just said. <laughs> I've never been a dunker like any yeah. like except for a dunkaroo. Yeah. What why do you want Soggy cookie. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not dipping to the point of soggy. I'm dipping to the point of penetrable. I want to be able to penetrate my cookie. Still Do you have soft teeth? Soggy. I have brand new teeth. Oh, got, yeah. From, Congratulations. Yeah. They look great. Got them from Scott Isham at Isham Dental. Proud sponsor of this program starting next month. So we're very excited about that. Oh, free plug there. Well, Thank I mean, they'll eventually pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, they're kind of crazy, but we're going to do like sound bite of the day and stuff, Bob. So it's going okay. to be a lot of work. Sound. Okay. There was a good one today. What? JJ Reddick was dropping heat on the NBA. And we'll talk about that whenever we get back. We won't play the sound bite. I'm just going to recap it. <laughs> Why not? My right, Bob, if you want to pull up the sound bite, I'll send it over to you. We'll, okay. we'll do the whole thing. Yeah. Actual radio production during the break. Hope you enjoyed your holiday. Uh, also, 505-246-0610. If you bought something you didn't need because of President's Day sale, call the show. I love that stuff. I got so many texts and emails today from, like, business. Like, the men's warehouse should not be celebrating President's Day 
with an 85% off sale. Yes, they were. It's because everybody's off work. Yeah, what else are we going to do today? Yeah, go shop. Yeah. Fred, do you want Doubles Kohl's cash? Yes, I do. Hey, I know you love that Kohl's cash. You know I want Doubles Kohl's cash. (laughs) That's Freddie's thing. Jake Cassio in today. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. JJ Reddick talk whenever we get back. The sports animal. So I'm sorry to say I can get it to play, but I can't get the audio to come out of the computer. Oh, no. I'll work on it. I will work on it. Bob, we can't call anyone in engineering because it's President's Day. (laughs) Well, I can call them. They just probably won't answer. Well, I'll do my best. Do you want me to play it through my laptop speakers or my microphone? Is that the quality entertainment we're doing? No. Gosh. Let me let me work on it for a couple. Of hey, minutes. this the this audio is, not starting on time is perfect. <laughs> this is your opportunity to practice your JJ Reddick impersonation. Ugh. What you've known me for some time now? Yeah, since last March, almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah. I don't actually. I don't know. A lot of, I don't know when your birthday is. I don't know a lot of stuff about you. That's okay. But we're friends. Yeah, my birthday was actually uh, like two weeks ago. Happy birthday! Thank you. I'm a, my brain is fully developed now. 25? 25. There you go. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. I can rent a car. Band just had a birthday. Yeah, man. We're a birthday week. Oh, twins. Okay. He's on the 7th. He's the 12th. There. Now you know. I don't know your birthday, though. No. Why would you? Yeah. Me and Taylor Swift have the same birthday. 9-11? It's not Taylor's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, J.J. Reddick. And I say this all the time. I said it on Sunday. So, on Sunday, I'm at the house with my lady. And she's like, um, some, some dinner, some, some whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let's just turn the All-Star game on. Cool. We'll figure everything out. Flip over 8 o'clock. Not 8 o'clock. 6, six o'clock. Yeah. Flip over 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. Game's not started. It's got to be something good, though, right? Like, you got to be strong. Like, there's a reason I'm tuned in right now. It's like Reggie Miller sitting down with Dave Letterman for some reason. I'm like, what is, go- what? what is going on here? It's like a video homage from, like, like the three hottest chicks in San Antonio making fun of Charles Barkley, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, here's the. I'd watch that instead of the All Star game. You can find it on the internet. Shaquille O'Neal also doesn't get enough microphone time. No, I don't know why they're wasting his talents up there. I think you can't give Shaquille O'Neal too much microphone time because it could go out of pocket pretty fast. Shine too bright. Is yeah. What it is. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm like, okay, well... I think Kenny the Jet Smith gets too much. Oh, man, he gets too much. He's nobody. Yeah, what did he... He won a dunk contest and would... He never even played in an all-star game. He was never an all-star. I don't think he was an all-star. We Look that up while I'm talking about this. But it's just wild to me. So, 8-10, I'm like, okay, like, where's the game? 8-15, I'm like, all right, it's... We'll go to commercial one more time. 8-30? 835. I keep saying eight. I mean six. 640 before the All-Star game starts. Like, am I confused? Am I confused? Never an All-Star. Never. I told you. Yeah. But two-time champion. I know a little bit about the NBA. That's my. That's the one I was in love with when I was a kid. Who was your team? When I was a kid? Yeah, because so, St. Louis doesn't have a team. No, we didn't. Um... We had the Spirits for a long time. That was the Spirits, are like the Albuquerque Dukes here. Okay, it's like the that's like the heritage thing. No, 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 they were an NBA team. Oh, okay, well ABA, and 
they're celebrated forever, right? But that wasn't mine because I was a kid. So growing up in East St. Louis, which is technically in Illinois, it was really easy to, not technically, it was actually in Illinois. It's really easy to be a Bulls fan, right? It's like really easy to be like, oh, the, the 90s and the Bulls, like that's the thing. But I was contrarian at the time because why wouldn't I be? Yeah, but that's the best way to live. Yeah. So I fell in love with guys that were similar to what I wanted to be in my position because I played a forward basketball position. So I was really I was really a fan of like Akeem Olajuwon. Okay. I thought he was a real special talent. I was really a fan of Sean Kemp. So I thought he was a real special talent. I was really a fan of Patrick Ewing. I thought he was a special talent. These aren't unique ideas, right? They were all super exceptional. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're more a fan of the players. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. So I so at points in my childhood, um, Knicks real heavy. At points in my childhood, Sonics real heavy. Okay. So, yeah, those two. I were, could I could one. I you know me. I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. So I respect that. But the Sonics. Yeah. That's huge. Which they need to come back. They well the NBA's talked about it. Yeah. You know it's gonna happen. If it's gonna be Vegas and uh, Seattle. What well, I'll tell you what's super gonna happen. Excuse me. What super helped them is that Kraken ice hockey team because they're yeah. playing where. The Supersonics used to play. That's like the the. I think it's called literally like Seattle Muni Building One or something. It's the stupidest name. No, they just changed it. It's because uh, Amazon owns it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like the climate. It's like the climate control building or something like that. Well, I think it was built in the sixties. Is the point I'm trying to get? Gotcha, to. Gotcha, gotcha. And the success of that hockey team there, and like the infrastructure has come up around, it and there's a little like cracking village of like businesses and. Parking and you, if you've been to the two worst cities in the country right now, are Portland and Seattle, it's not even close. If you've been to these places recently, you know, it's kind of tough there. It's tough to exist comfortably. And they're doing a really good job in that neck of the woods. So, ironically, that hockey team is going to create opportunity for that basketball team to come back. And then they'll have to juggle schedules. It'll be a whole thing, but and they'll then, make it work. And then the Kraken will be forgotten about when the Sonics come back. I probably said Crackle on accident, thinking of the glue. <laughs> the super glue? Yeah. <laughs> I turned on the game last night, 40 minutes late. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, the game hasn't even started. And I'm like, turned off by this thing. I used to date a girl that loved F1 racing. We'd wake up early in the morning because it'd be overseas or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, I'm up at four or whatever to turn on the thing that you love. Why don't you actually wake me up when it starts at 445 or whatever? That's what this felt. I was literally fired up last night. Any luck on that audio? I had to go to a different site, but I got it. Maybe the site was muted. That's what it could have been. Yeah, it could have been that. I I don't know. I tried censoring JJ. Yeah, censoring JJ. That's what the uh, ready. This is JJ Reddick last night or this morning on his podcast. Maybe one day. Yeah, it's tough. Ah, yeah. Play button's tough. You know it's. And this is classic J.J. Reddick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, he's honestly the best voice in basketball yeah, right shooter. now. Shooter! <laughs> I mean, what do you... Why can't we start anything on time in the NBA? Why can't we? I'm going to sound like an old person here. If it says 8 o'clock, I don't, want it, I don't want it to tip off at 8.42. I've already told my kids they can watch the first quarter. It's a Sunday night. Guess what? They've stayed up late like four straight nights because nothing starts on time in the NBA. And it's driving me crazy. And I work for a broadcast partner. Can we please just start things on time in the NBA? It's out of control. It's absolutely out of control. Why can't we start anything on time in the NBA? Why can't we? I'm going to sound like an old person here. 
if it says eight o'clock, I don't want it. I don't want it to tip off at eight forty-two. I've already told my kids they can watch the first quarter. It's a Sunday night. Guess what? They've stayed up late like four straight nights because nothing starts on time in the NBA, and it's driving me crazy. And I work for a broadcast partner. Can we please just start things on time in the NBA? It's out of control. It's absolutely out of control. And there you have it. And that's how I feel. And you know what I think it is, Jake? And you can tell me to forget myself. They just keep selling the ads. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, they don't get as much viewership no. as like NFL um, or any other major. Well, hold up. You mean you're talking per game? Yeah, per game. Okay, because they get. Even the All-Star game is down at an all-time low. Worldwide, though, that year-long product gets more impressions. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean U.S. In the U.S., it's NFL. But worldwide, uh, social media outlets, accounts, plays, all that stuff, it gets more there. Well, because the NBA is more friendly Correct. for people resharing. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a three-second, five-second, seven-second highlight on a TikTok reel for the NBA is as entertaining as anything you'll find. Oh, yeah. I was watching dunk contests on TikTok last night from, like, all of them. Like, I watched every single top 50 dunk. All time. All time, yeah. And then you were like, who's Spud Webb? And then you had to look at it. <laughs> hey, hey, Spud Webb was great. Okay. The only, there's only two guys under five foot nine to win the dunk contest. Now you know. Spud Webb and Nate Robinson. There's one other aspect. Oh, extra concession sales. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I think I've convinced my, Bob, this is a good point. I think that's important for colleges. I think that's important for operating partners, OVG or whoever. I don't at all think anymore, and I was saying this with the Super Bowl last week. What are those tickets going for? Ten grand? Yeah. Ouch. The one percent bowl. The one percent bowl. That's a good one. The I don't think at all the NBA cares about revenues from ticket sales, concessions, parking lots. They probably get some sort of the TIF money from hotels in the surrounding areas. I don't even care about that at all. It's only about broadcast partners. The only money that matters is broadcast partners. And you're not going to make, here's a good word, concession, to the building when it could in any negative way affect your TV. Because that's the only thing that matters is TV money. Oh, yeah. Because I think uh, attendance for NBA games is going down, too. Oh, is I didn't know that. Yeah. I'd have to look that up. Like, like the pit has, like, a, a, almost as big of a stadium as, like, the Hawks. And, oh, they're all like that. Yeah. Yeah. All of these NBA teams play in fifteen to 18,000 people arenas. All of them. Except and maybe MSG. the late starts is why the attendance is going down. Yeah, it could be. Well, and, and also, and this is going to sound crazy to Albuquerque again, NBA teams are in big cities outside of Oklahoma City where everyone's there on time because there's nothing going on and there's no traffic and there's nothing else to do. There's two basketball teams in L.A. You know what else there is? Beaches. You know what else there is? Clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Restaurants. You know, I'm not trying to be 41 times a year at the crypto.com arena. Go do anything else in the world. Go play. I, I would go to the new uh, Clippers arena. Sure. That'll be fun. The wall. You go. So cool. Go one time. <laughs> cool. I mean, yeah, I was there. Like go to Hawaii. Go to Pearl Harbor one time. But I'll go to the pit as many times as I can in a year. I'm telling you, that's different. That's college. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. I and because people I, care, yeah, yeah. I went to a Pac-10 school, Pac-12. After that, Pac-2. Now, Tupac. A game at Washington State against like 
UCLA or UW or USC, Oregon, any of these schools come down. Arizona State was a big one. They had James Harden at the time when I was there. That's an energy. That's a different thing. Well, the games matter so much more, too. There's less games. That's a point. March Madness mm-hmm. is a way bigger product than the finals and the playoffs. Well, and, and we'll talk about this when we get back from the break, Bob. The NBA only has so many chances to showcase unopposed from the NFL. And if this is gonna how you're going to start doing it, you're not doing a good job, Bob. Yeah, because the NFL is very on time. That's like the most important thing. Oh, ha- yeah, absolutely. It's like the games start at 11 out here, exactly on the dot. But they killed the Pro Bowl, so they're kind of winning in that aspect. Sure. Yeah, they're winning that one. It's not the one. It's that one. Yeah, like the Super Bowl, like it started right when it said it was going to kick off. Oh, well, always. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole thing. They're, that's the same thing, too, though, broadcast partners. Yeah. Well, I mean, got to have this thing right. Got to have the layout right. When we get back, we continue down the NBA road. I like talking to NBA once the NFL's over because people are like, oh, I need something to get into. Well, I could do a thing where I can tell you what NBA teams are compared to NFL teams. Like I could, I can make all the year make sense to you right now. Oh yeah. Well, maybe we'll do that too. At some yeah, point the today. players would be like, okay, this is who Joe Burrow was. Don't forget that we're at Sadie's on Thursday. Also, our friend Jock will join us there. That's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to laugh a lot on Thursday. Van and A Marie will be back tomorrow. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Back on the program. I see the friend of the show hotline's going crazy, and joining us is friend of the show Marty. Marty, welcome. How are you, brother? Hey guys. Hey, I wanted to give my my take on the National Basketball Association how I see it. Yep. I think it's very much still covered like a late nineties, early two thousand sport where you had a lot of the inner city influence, a lot of the African American influence, which is outstanding because they're obviously still play a big part in in the sport, but I think it's evolved to a very international sport, right? Yeah. Our biggest stars are from other countries, and I think it needs to be covered as such, and I think the NBA does such a poor job in that. I think you have to only reference, I guess the only thing is, obviously Major League Baseball does a really good job on that. And then, of course, soccer, which has always been international, but I think the NBA is really behind the times when it comes to me from a marketing standpoint. Um, and I think it would appeal to a broader audience, but I think they've really missed the mark. And, and a lot of it has to do with their, their goofy commissioner, who I'm not crazy about. But are you my age, I, Marty? I, yep. Yeah. The, and you know what? I had that same energy you had maybe just like three, four, five years ago. And I was like, I don't understand why I'm not seeing updates. I don't understand why I'm not having it thrown into my algorithm. But Jake Cassio sits across from me, and you're in your now mid-20s, 25 years old. Yep. It's all you see, right? Oh, yeah. Basketball dominates social media. Yeah. And and it's they have designed it in such a way, in my opinion, Marty, for young adult, which is crazy because I'm no longer the target audience for the NBA, and I'm mad at the NBA that it's putting all of its efforts into, quote-unquote, young kids. But it's a young blood entertainment kind of thing, and I don't think they had a problem with what I'm about to, to throw a fit about which is just how poor of a job they did all weekend with their events that should be their spotlights. Yeah, and I think young people in that particular spectrum are much more open-minded, in my opinion, to the international thing. It's been my my perception. It's not the Kenny Smith, you know, get off my lawn kind of guy anymore. And I think the NBA, look at the guys that cover it, right? Charles Barkley, 
it, to me, it comes a little bit across. As much as people like him, I, I dislike him because he comes across to me like a little bit of a bitter guy. Old hat you now. So, yeah, it's played out. I blame yeah, it on so, that Auburn so, education. So get a guy, get a guy <laughs> like Shaq who can relate to younger people. Get, you know, maybe get a female perspective on it. But I just think the way they cover it is still stuck in a ceiling or a window well, at, at one moment in time. The, That's just my take on the it. The female part is interesting too, right? Because a guy I know personally is Michelle Beadle. And she will tell you right now that the NBA is the reason she doesn't do NBA. You know, the what's the old girl's name? Nichols, Rachel Nichols, yeah, who forever yeah. did it. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, she got pushed out too because there is a, uh, I don't know what phrasing you hear, boys club about it to where they would say, hey, these behaviors, these actions, these advances towards people of the opposite sex. And they were absolutely pushed out for even making mention of it. You know, and the people right. that have done it for so very long are people that are, I don't know what verb is used here, biting the bullet. You know, and I get it. It's a paycheck. But it's it's weird to me when when people allow that stuff to exist. And, you know, I just, I maybe you weren't listening last week, Marty, or the week before, where it was, but I'm throwing a fit on WWE for this, for just letting this weird stuff exist forever against ladies and and I think it's specifically in the NBA. I don't think it's minority driven. Well, they have two token female reporters, Malika Andrews and Doris Burke. Yeah. That's it. That's not, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only reason why, why they're involved. Why not get, why not get the international player? Why not get like a Tony Parker? Or why not get somebody? We have such a hard time. It's weird. We, it, it's not really ever a reflection of society. We have such a hard time accepting what society is really like. So we put up this facade on, it's really not like that. Well, and, it, and you're making a good point, right? Good call too, brother. I always appreciate we take the time. The The thing that's so interesting to me about that is, and we use like some of these guys that are in the NBA right now, and they'll come out to do their stuff and they'll have, um, and correct my verbiage here because I'm not trying to belittle, Super Saison, Saison, Super Saison. What the cartoon where they shoot the fireballs at each other? Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Super, uh, super going Super Saiyan. Saiyan, Super yeah. Saiyan. But Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. The, and these guys will come out and they'll have the tattoos and they'll have their hair did a certain way and the color schemes. And I know there's other ones of this nature. That's the only one I'm familiar with. So that's and when I say familiar, I've heard the name. I I don't know what the intro song to this show sounds there, like. It's too many. Okay. Yeah. But all the time, kids these days hashtag they get it. Like, they are like, oh, my favorite guy from the worst part of the worst city in the state I grew up in is in love with culture from the eastern part of the world and embraces it and uses it. And and I'm over here like, I don't get anyone. I don't get uh, young kids these days. I don't get why they shoot threes instead of attacking the basket. And I don't get why they like cartoons that aren't Hanna-Barbera. I think I blame it on the athletes nowadays. Go ahead. Um, I think the athletes... The NBA players are more concerned about the business side of things. They they're more concerned with you know trying to be you know showmen and entertainers and you know their brand deals and being a personality instead of being a, a bat just a athlete. That's like you know everybody wants to be like a rapper or you know stuff like that. Like it's all about of, brand. Yeah, football players go and play football. Basketball players want to be concerned with everything else off the court. The big difference again though, we we'll use like there are three guys in the history of the NBA. To play 20 years for one team, right? One of those guys is Kobe Bryant. The other one is Dirk Nowitzki. The third one is Udonis Haslam. 
There's a big difference here. I recognize that Udonis Haslam was the starter in a championship team. I recognize that he played a vital role coming off the bench for another championship team. I'm not confused. But there's a big difference between him and Kobe Bryant and Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. <laughs> and those guys that go and can play the game for 20 years, I'm using Udonis as an example, they can do it because there aren't enough human beings on this planet that can do it better than them. In football, that's not true. In football, there's next a guy better up. than you next year. You have to only live football. Basketball is not that. Basketball is, hey, if you're good in the locker room and you're willing to take the veteran minimum that doesn't hit the salary cap, and if you're, yeah, go ahead and. Well, Udonis Haslam for the last, like, four years of his career was just, like, the unk on the team that was like, all right, let me show you how, like, to do things. Well, I'm. Unk position isn't a position on the court. It's a position in the organization. Yeah, it's like a coach. It's like a coach. It's a player's coach. Yeah. Well, and you can have, he could be this guy too. Uh, it's all hands meeting here at the stadium before our first game. Uh, obviously, these are the these are the ushers. This is where they are, these concession guys. Unk, do you want to talk to them about best practice on beer courtside? Be like, yeah, you know, we had a lot of success. You know, we're doing it this way. You're like, that's valuable. That That's super real. That doesn't exist in the NFL. You don't need that position. So whenever Unk, Udonis Haslam in this example, which by the way, I'm only picking him because people are aware of him because he played for 20 years, but you're getting what I'm saying. Yeah. When they're like, hey, we're going to give you a league mini. You're going to be around. Go ahead and have a podcast. Go ahead and have an organization. Go ahead and have a whatever. Go ahead and have a brand outside of the game. And it's not just true for him. It's true for everyone. It's true for all of them. And I think nowadays, too, like, I think the NBA is just geared not even towards, like, teenagers anymore. It's, like, for, like, the 10-year-olds and below. And... Well, let's talk about that when we get back. Because I agree with you. And I, I've i worked in television, radio, and entertainment for 20, over 20 years, which is wild. Every single thing that's produced right here on this channel... Everything that you watch on the television, everything that's on the other side of the wall of conservative talk is designed for a brain that functions at about the age of a 13-year-old. And it's done on purpose because if you get it, you can feel smarter than it. If you don't quite understand it quickly, you can figure it out. So we'll jump into that with the NBA's approach when we get back. Also, it was still a terrible weekend in the NBA. I haven't got to that yet. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Super fast hour, huh? Went by like nothing. Like nothing. Well, it's not hard when no one's playing defense. Just like the NBA All-Star game last night. 211 points is the record set by the East last night. You see Alvin Silver give the trophy? Did yeah. you watch this? Yeah. He's like, well, um, you set the record. And then he just gestures at it. And it's sitting on like a snack bar. <laughs> And in the break room. <laughs> yeah, and Giannis is like, all right, I, cool. We got it. You know why the East won compared to the West, who had like a stacked list of characters? Uh, why? Because there's a lot more first timers on the East side. You know, and Marty called earlier talking about the game. If you were to be like, Fred, I didn't recognize a lot of the East. Hard to argue that. Brunson's a kid. He can go. Oh, he's that guy. He's 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 the king of New York right now. Which is wild. 
because he's not that good. He's great. But there's no one else out there. They got they gave him nothing out there. He's he's the guy. Because who are you going to pass it to? Well, the ne- the Knicks we the Knicks are up and up right now, man. We oh, got, I agree. This is our best roster since 2013. Yeah, it's like, your best roster. In, oh man, it might be 15 years. It might be. It, it might, might be, be since, since 99. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Allen Houston, Larry Johnson. Oh yeah, Chris Childs. We're, we got a squad, man. We're just we just got a lot of injuries right now because we'll be able to compete come playoff time if everybody gets back healthy. I agree. You know, Jalen Brunson is well, averaging like 31 points a game right now in the last, like, in 2024. We're talking off air about Scotty Barnes. <laughs> so when, when Silver's given that award, you know, he's like, here's your trophy. Scotty Barnes is like, woohoo. <laughs> he's <laughs> the only one excited. Did you watch him in the skills challenge? He weird. Cat. He's an entertaining cat. He weird. Oh, yeah. He, he lost the ball. He was stumbling. Like he runs like a baby giraffe. Oh yeah, he runs like a newborn deer. Yeah, he runs. <laughs> uh, Bob, what's a baby kangaroo called? A jolly? A joey? A joey? He runs like a joey getting out of the pouch for the first time, or like a wallaby. Yeah, he's like, like a little roo. <laughs> he's so fun. He's uh, he has an interview where he was like, "So when did you realize, like, you know, the NBA was like a different level of basketball?" He's like, "I realized that the NBA was different." When I made it to the NBA. Yeah, good one. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of a, a baseball player named Hunter Pence. Yeah, who, yeah. You're like, athletically, you don't look like you're the part, man. Like, And he's at that game last night. He's just chucking up half-court shots for no reason. And it looks like he's just like that old man. Well, he's a young blood, though. Yeah, he's like he, 24. He's just like that nut job at the Y. Like, what are you doing, man? Where it's like, what did you do? You know how to play the game of basketball? Yeah, you know we have rules here. But he's a good player, honestly. He's been turning around in Toronto, and uh, some of my four because I pay attention to the Toronto Raptors a little bit closer now than I ever have before. Because R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, former Knicks, yeah. are there. And I love those guys. I was sad to let them go, so I pay attention. And Scotty Barnes is a dog. He can play. Oh, yeah. But the East is weird right now. We'll do this. We'll do, like, the NFL comparison next hour, I guess. But there's a bunch of names you were familiar with that aren't the truth right now over in the East, but they're going to try to show you in the All-Star game. What's old boy's name? Plays for the Bucks now. Was in Portland forever. Damian, Damian Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, well, he always goes hard for the, the All-Star game. He ain't going hard during the season. No, he because they don't fit. And they've also had, like, two coach, like, so many coach changes, and they brought old man Doc Rivers in. Old man, Doc Rivers. If you would have bet me, if you you were at my house last night, if we were sitting on the couch watching the game, if you would have been like, hey, Jonathan's going to pick that up and shoot a three with it. I'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna to pop one. We'll keep ripping the NBA All-Star game whenever we get back. The All-Star Weekend. The whole weekend. It was a performance. Dame is not as good as that gal from the WNBA. No. (laughs) Cool. I don't even know her name. She smoked everybody. Smoked them. Tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.